0: Previously on
1: Funny Science Fiction.
0: You know, my mother's love was always inexplicably linked to kickball. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hello, this is Matt Man from TikTok, the head of the Church of Star Wars, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Please rise.
1: The podcast where there's a fine line between insanity and genius, but in our case, it's drawn with a nicely beautiful red crayon our guest today is an artist and an instagram and tiktok creator it's matt how you doing hello
2: matt? Sorry, now i said hello too quickly
1: that's okay Dad. we'll fix it in post now <laughs> <laughs> uh, you must mostly know him as the matt man from uh, being the head cleric of the church of star wars if you have watched him on tiktok you know exactly what i'm talking about if you haven't watched him on TikTok, I would say, stop what you're doing. Go to TikTok and look him up. But we're in the middle of an interview. Don't leave. Stick around. Listen to what he has to say. Then go to TikTok and give him a subscription. Because, um, frankly, his stuff is amazing. And I follow him. And I laugh every time I see him come on. So glad to have you, Matt. Welcome. Glad to, to be here.
2: Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah.
3: yeah. Welcome to the show. And we're glad to have you join in on our nerdery. Yes. He's- I have so, to admit that I totally just followed you on TikTok last night and was like, probably thirty of the likes you got last night.
2: <laughs> I think, I think I noticed that. <laughs> I noticed just like every one, like every minute, every minute I get a notification on my phone. I'm like, somebody really likes my stuff. That would be me. It
3: was part of my research.
2: <laughs> yeah, extensive research, honey.
3: Research I'm, is- <laughs> I'm being stalked again. <laughs> research is less creepy than
2: stalking. That's right. Uh,
3: so
1: for nice a nice
2: bow on it. Put a nice bow right. <laughs> it's,
1: it's all about the presentation. It's like, you know, Absolutely. taking the song every little step you make, uh, you know, or every little step you take by the police and calling it a love song. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I feel like I just heard a bunch of, you know, million voices cry out in horror. No. That's a new hope reference. Anyway, uh, yeah. so. Uh, understanding, Matt, uh, what someone loves about Star Wars and why that piece of Star Wars universe is so important to them uh, can be helpful in, in understanding their feelings and thoughts in regards to the Star Wars fandom. Now, clearly, uh, you are a Star Wars fan. Uh, and if anybody watches your videos, that's that's pretty obvious. That's pretty clear. Uh, clearly also a big Batman fan. But I'm curious... Uh, when it comes to regard regarding Star Wars, what was your entry point into the fandom and when, what era did
2: you become a Star Wars fan? Ooh, so I've been watching Star Wars since I was a little kid. I honestly couldn't tell you what I watched first. Um, I want to say it was the original trilogy because my dad would, you know, I remember watching both when I was a kid. I watched the prequels when they came out in theaters. Um, I think I was in, I wanna say I was in third grade or so, it was 1997, right? When the episode one came out. I think it was 97 99. Oh no, it was 90, 99, sorry. They were filming in 97. So I remember watching them in theaters, but it was definitely, as soon as I was old enough to comprehend like Star Wars, I, I'd been watching Star Wars. Um, but I want to say it was a toss up between the original trilogy and the prequels. Cause they, I was watching them basically at the same time.
3: Okay. All right. Excellent. I was seven when episode one came out. <laughs> Sorry. I just like, I'm doing I'm, the math and it's the, wow. I'm trying to do
2: the math too. I, I believe I was seven too then. 92. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I was seven too. So yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because that's, how I, I I have a very bad memory. So that's why I'm going back and forth. I'm like, I have no idea what I watched first. Well, I just remember that I've always loved Star Wars.
3: And that was the thing is I'm like, okay, so my brothers took me. And that was the year that Charlie graduated. So yeah, I was seven. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. In this episode of how to make Tim feel old. Um... <laughs> just remember Tim. Yeah, You're- I graduated in 1995
3: you're yeah. almost the same age as my husband though you're okay
1: yeah i know uh, <laughs> trust me i thought of that uh and then uh my we took my my oldest son was i think three months old when or no six months old rather when phantom menace came out and we took him to that movie
2: oh so, best dad ever so
1: yeah Uh, The only times I think he screamed or cried was when R two screamed, so it was it was like appropriately timed. So, my gosh.
2: Oh
3: goodness! So, also one of your videos that I know that I liked on TikTok last night is about your engagement Mm -hmm. photos. Uh, uh,
2: I don't know if I talked about my engagement. I did it on a live. I think. Oh yeah. Oh no. I'm sorry. I I'm getting confused with I haven't I I I proposed with um a, a book. And oh, I, cool. I put that on. Yeah, I put it on a live last night and I was getting confused. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, my engagement photos, we did several normal ones. Uh, I'm a bit more of a nerd than my fiance is. See, like, and that's what I was wondering. A bit more.
3: That was what I was wondering is being in also being in a nerd relationship. Um, my husband, when he was going to propose, he was he actually bought a TARDIS ring box to use, which then got stuck in customs between Canada and the mm. United States and was late, which is totally accurate for the TARDIS it's not when it never shows up on time nope. but I was wondering how your nerddoms matched and if you have like cross fandom debates or if she just like tolerates your nerddom
2: <laughs> honestly probably the second one she basically just tolerates the nerddom um <laughs> the way I proposed was I did like a little uh I did a our adventure book so she's a Disney nerd so she is a Disney nerd and I did a little our adventure book and I illustrated the whole thing nice. and I did every different page was a different portion of our lives, so and our first date was actually episode eight. So, as oh. much as that movie gets a lot of hate, it will always hold a special <laughs> place in my heart.
1: Yeah. That's awesome.
2: So that was our. Like, um, even though she talked the whole time, and I was ready to just end it all there, but <laughs> it was my first viewing of episode eight too. It was my first viewing of episode eight. I was so excited, um, but eventually we we made it work we made it work i pushed through and here we are today but she is definitely not as much of a nerd as i am i am definitely the biggest biggest nerd she does like star wars and she'll watch the nerdy stuff with me but it is more of like along the lines of uh you know i i kind of tolerate this stuff uh we we will have some star wars stuff i think It's mostly batman stuff at the wedding there's a couple little batman things that she allowed me to have and i do say allowed me to have Mm -hmm. Um, that's totally how it works absolutely yeah i understand (laughs) and uh i i told her though i wanted to get custom lightsabers so that we could at least do a couple photos with her in her wedding dress and me in the suit and then just have us have the lightsabers like just a couple photos like i wanted a couple nerdy photos and then uh, she obviously she actually had the idea for the han solo the princess leia outfits that was actually her idea which was really sweet um and it turned out great i honestly wish i had brought our lightsabers i forgot because you know it's han and leia they didn't really but i think it still would have been cute to have them yeah but uh we had a lot of fun with that shoot she actually does those buns all the time that wasn't just for like the shoot she does them
0: all the time
3: that's awesome those pictures are so adorable i love them thank you
0: very much (laughs) So Disney has been coming out with a lot of like TV show type episodical things like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. And now with some of the upcoming shows that they've announced, which one are you most excited about? So it's a tie and I know that's cheating, but
2: <laughs> it is. Uh, it's true. Uh, it's Ahsoka and Obi-Wan for me. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. I would have probably said Obi-Wan first, but then they announced Ahsoka and I'm like, oh no, because Ahsoka is actually, Ahsoka is tied as my favorite character in Star Wars. Her and Anakin are like neck and neck. If I had to pick, I would probably actually say Ahsoka just because I just love her arc so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think they got a fantastic actress to play her. I cannot wait for her to have her own show. Yeah, Um, but I am also really excited about Obi Wan because I'm really I've been pushing for Hayden Christensen to get another chance at the role. Yes, and the fact that they're doing that—that is honestly the main reason. If they did not have Hayden Christensen in the show, I would probably say Ahsoka takes the cake. But just for that fact alone, that they're bringing Hayden Christensen back, I am so 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 exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited. Go ahead, please. Sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say I think he just got so show. Uh, Yeah, I think he just got. The short end of the stick really badly, and I, I, I just I don't I feel like people blame him when it's absolutely one hundred percent not his fault.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do with capable writing. Exactly, yeah.
2: <laughs> that's the key word there. Capable writing. Yeah. I, I love um, George.
1: I love George Lucas. I do. I mean, I without him, I would not have the uh, all the nerdery in my life that I do, and I, I am thankful every day for his ability to have the imagination that he has and and all the wonderful things that he's created i just want him to stay away from script writing
3: it is it is hard when the best lines of movies are that you don't like sand because it's coarse and gets everywhere
2: (laughs) those are the most memorable lines but yeah i i i I say the same thing because it's like a lot of people give him crap too but it's like you know he, he's the idea guy without him we didn't have star wars and i mm-hmm. think the that's why the original trilogy i think is the best example of like, like what can be done when everybody works together like that I should mean, have right. been that that should have been what ha- that's why it's such like a lightning in the bottle thing like everybody kind of did their mm-hmm. own thing he was the idea guy they had the writers they had the different directors right. and like every vision came together exactly the way it was supposed to
1: right mm-hmm. oh i agree i think you know uh episodes one two and three are cautionary tales of what happens when somebody kind of Gets to run amok with mm-hmm. with what they're doing and how they're doing. Uh, I think I think uh, Frank Duran. He's one of our, our former guests we've had on. Uh, Frank also has a podcast called The Warp Shelf about mm-hmm. all his fandoms uh, overtaking his shelves. It's kind of it's kind of a cool show. But he talked about it and he said that uh, George Lucas is the idea guy, and as long as we can keep the idea guy separate from the the the, the guys who put it into action, you know, like okay, George, that's a great idea. Not now, go go back to the house. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We'll have a cup of coffee. Go go, sit over there, you know. You don't need to do anything, George. Relax. Just just you you put the treatment down thing. All right, and we'll we'll do the rest. Don't 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 touch it. Exactly. Look at it, George. Don't look at it.
1: Beautiful storyboard. Now go home. (laughs) Go away. (laughs) So uh so speaking of Star Wars, I love your stuff Mm -hmm. on TikTok, all the church of Star Wars stuff. Uh absolutely great. In my eyes, it's a bit of Monty Python meets princess bride meets Star Wars. Um and it's quickly becoming one of my favorite bits of content on TikTok. I Thank know you. that, uh, and not to put too much pressure on you, but I know that when I see it, I'm going to laugh and that makes my day um, because I know that uh, something something silly is about to, to happen, something fun and silly and you know all that kind of stuff. So my question for you, Matt, is where, when, and how did you decide that the church of Star Wars needed to be the thing that we needed?
2: So honestly, it, it, ha- it was in December. It was, I think it was this, the, the, um, the episode before the finale of Mandalorian. Cause I'm pretty sure the next week after that, I came out with like the, um, the other, uh, one of the, one of the videos about how, um, even though it's ended, we still have all this great Star Wars stuff. So I think it was, it was in December. And, um, I honestly, I just, I got home that night and I just had this idea in my head. I was just like, You know, they basically, Filoni and Favreau basically saved this franchise, Um, and then the idea just popped in my head. And believe it or not, so not a lot of people know this, it was never intended to be a Monty Python mix. In my head, I was just like, okay, I need, I've obviously grew up watching Monty Python and stuff like that, but I I guess in the back of my head, it just kind of was there, because I I just kind of said to myself, like, all right, I need a priest voice. And then I just did whatever silly voice came up into my head. And then everyone started commenting, hey, that's the priest from Monty Python. I'm like, oh, shoot, you're right. I guess it is. <laughs> so the, the merger was like a complete accident, like a happy little accident. Um, and then eventually after that, that's when I started to incorporate like actual like skits from Monty Python into like the merger. Um, But yeah, that's, that's technically how the voice was born. It really was just kind of like an accident, but, um, and then it started to get, you know, a little bit more detailed. You know, I, I had the book, I had the idea to do that because people started asking, Hey, can you do the book of this? Or can you do the book of this? And I'm like, Oh, I can turn this into a series. Um, And then it just kind of spiraled from there. And it's, it's evolved over time um, into just like this, this big thing. But there's so much fun to do. There's so much fun to write. And it was like a happy little accident that I'm very, very grateful for.
1: Awesome. I, I think the uh, the two that I've enjoyed the most are the uh, Book of Jar Jar mm-hmm. and uh, R2-D2. Uh, because when you did the R2 scream, I literally spit my coffee back into the cup because I was not expecting you to be able to hit that note. So well done and kudos to you, Thank sir.
2: Thank you. Um, yeah, the, the honestly those are probably some of my favorites too. The book of Jar Jar one. So a lot of people ask like how do you not crack up like how do you not have like 50 outtakes? And the reason is like you know as you're sitting there like you know I, I obviously sit down I I sort of sometimes write the jokes. I sometimes write them out. I'm I'm like going through them in my head over and over again. So by the time I actually get to the filming, um I've heard them all before. So right. there's there's not like I don't actually but during the time I was writing Jar Jar, <laughs> As I was like, I would do like little mock recordings where I do like a little like joke, see how the joke would land. I was laughing so hard. I know it's like kind of like, but you know, it's kind of weird to laugh at your own jokes, but I seriously was cracking up. That one was so much fun. And the R2D2 one was honestly, I again, same thing that happened with the Church of Star Wars. It was just like, I was home one night and I was like, hey, you know, it'd be kind of funny if I just did the book of (laughs) R2D2. because com- someone had left a comment on one of my impression videos. Huh? And uh, I didn't do the R2-D2 scream, but I did a bunch of them. And someone just asked like, hey, so does that mean you can do the R2-D2 scream on command? And I was like, huh, you know what? I actually haven't thought about it. Can I? And I tried it and I'm like- <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> oh, I got to make a video about this. Like I just kind of tried it. And, and then like the next day I was like, I-, I should just do like a book of R2-D2. I bet it'll be funny. And then- <laughs> It just kind of exploded. And and it was, so well done.
3: I had the RTD 2 scream as my ringtone on my phone for the longest time.
2: A lot of people kept asking (laughs) me like, can I, can I, I want to download this. I want to download this. I'm like, I don't know how, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm doing on here, I really don't. (laughs)
3: I'm a millennial on TikTok, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) I,
2: I really don't, I really don't. I have no idea what I'm doing. The way I write captions, the way I do all my captions, I literally, I know there's apps and all this stuff, but I'm just like, I literally just listen to the video and I just type. I literally just listen to the video over and over and, <laughs> and, and I'm typing and like sizing them down. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, I'm yeah. very old school. I have, when did I still... we become
3: old school? This is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're going after my, my skinny jeans and my side part.
2: Geesh.
0: When you start hearing the music on the oldies station... Yeah. I don't want oh, to talk, talk about
3: that
2: I, There was a TikTok I found one time Where it was just like uh, Put a finger down or or Put a check mark on the thing For how many songs you recognize And this girl just put an X On every single song And I'm just like oh I knew every single one And I'm just like yep Yeah. This is, this is the moment No the moment I felt old was um, I was actually teaching Eighth grade at the time and they were doing we were doing like a um a Marilyn Monroe kind of like Jackson not Jackson Pollock I'm sorry like pop art style um <laughs> portrait um and I I said to them like if you guys don't feel like taking your own pictures you guys can just use like you know your profile picture from Facebook or Instagram or whatever and they're like Facebook mister nobody uses that anymore and that was the moment where I was like oh <sighs> no.
3: there's the dagger in my heart wow <laughs> there it
2: is There it is. My face just like immediately got wrinkled. My back started hurting. I was like, oh,
0: oh no, it's happening. Do they even know what MySpace is? (laughs) No, they do. They
2: probably don't. I like to discuss with you my top eight. (laughs) I actually should ask. I'm going to ask my students. uh, I have high school (laughs) students now. I'm going to ask if they actually know what MySpace is. I, I bet I'll get some people that know what it is, but just like ironically,
3: Play the dial up ring, the dial up sound, and see if they know what that is.
2: Oh, yeah. Anytime kids complain about, like, oh, mister, you know, my computer's, because we're obviously, some of them are doing remote learning. And some, like, oh, mister, you know, my computer's not working. I'm like, don't talk to me about your computer being slow, okay? (laughs) It it took a half hour for a little arcade game on Cartoon Network to load, okay?
3: So going back to your Church of Star Wars, some of your sermons and how anti-gatekeeping you are which yes I I love um especially being a girl in the nerd world Mm -hmm. I got gatekeeped a lot like you're a girl you don't know you're talking about you can't like that so is there an origin story behind your anti-gatekeeping stance or is it just a general good policy in your opinion
2: Uh, honestly it's it's I've always been sort of obviously you know being a teacher I'm very anti-bullying like you know I'm very very inclusive, very anti-bullying. Everybody should be given a fair shake, all that stuff. Um, and it, it came, again, I, I, um, I feel like I get all of my best ideas from the comment section. I can't take credit for anything on here. Um, someone had mentioned like the church is like, someone gets, ex- you get excommunicated for gatekeeping. Uh, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll make that the commandment, the number one commandment. Um, and that's, that's what I did. And I just sort of, you know, I would always preach it just because I wanted my platform to be a place where everybody could come and just have a good, like, because these are all jokes. We're all here just to have jokes. It's like, it's it's a space odyssey with wizards and laser swords. (laughs) We're all here just to have a good time. It's not supposed to be be taken that seriously. No, like, that's why I, I never understand why people, or how people get so angry and you know, so gung ho about um, people having different opinions. And it goes both ways too. Like I see a lot of people who like someone just says like, Hey, you know, I really don't like the sequel trilogy and like people will just immediately go at them. Like, (laughs) and it's just, it's so just like, guys, like there's other star Wars out there. Every There's different types of star Wars. It's like, there's all different types of genres that you can enjoy. Uh, even the legend stuff. I tell people all the time like people ask me they'll put it in comments like oh what about the legend stuff? I'm like I mean it it may not be like canon in Disney's eyes but it's still Star Wars if you like it you like it. That's fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Like enjoy yeah. what you want to enjoy. The Arthur's musical number is still Star Wars. <laughs> Absolutely. No.
1: Okay, I'll draw the line there. <laughs> <laughs> I will fight you on that one.
3: It's still Star Wars. I never said it was good Star Wars. George Someone.
1: Lucas uh, George Lucas doesn't even want that to be canon. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: Someone tried to tell me, and I guess they, there's there could be a point to be made about this, but someone tried to tell me on one of my videos because they did like um, I did a video where mm-hmm. I did like it's the guy from Fortnite, and I had Palpatine because they did like the speech before Episode Nine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I had someone try to say like Fortnite is canon in Star Wars, and I'm like, no. I mean, is it is it? <laughs> so you're telling me the guy with a teddy bear head <laughs>
1: <laughs> is
2: and like no shirt is canon in Star Wars? Uh, I,
1: I worry about our future.
2: I do. Because I'm just like, does that, does that mean that Nissan is canon in Star Wars? Because they had the tie in with Rogue One. Does that mean everybody in Star Wars is driving around in a Nissan Rogue or any of the other Star Wars tie ins that have been out there throughout the years?
1: I bought Cheez Its with an Obi Wan on the box years ago. Cheez Its <laughs> are canon.
2: Cheez
3: Its are, are canon. canon. <laughs> and if it's so,
1: so Cheez Its were
0: available for sponsorship. So. <laughs> <laughs> there were Mountain Dew cans at one point that right? had oh, yeah. the all the Obviously that's space fuel. So, <laughs> some
1: some yep. kids just don't understand how marketing works.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They I think they did. They had like I think it was either Mountain Dew or something. They had like a Darth Vader trying to beat up a uh like a soda can machine or it was something like that. I can't remember what it was, but it was like <laughs> Does that mean it's cannons? I don't know. Probably not.
0: All right. Oh god. So you get invited to skywalker ranch and george invites you to take one thing home what are you gonna take the keys that
2: That was
1: quick answer (laughs) i was quick i expected (laughs) i was sitting here thinking man he's gonna think over this long and laboriously and we're gonna he's gonna he's gonna struggle with should i take you know the the uh the training uh the training orb from new hope or should i take you know the uh you know a, a model of the tauntaun from empire strikes back or one of the space care bears from the jedi and he's like no i want the keys
2: Or the keys to the mansion yeah <laughs> i want the keys <laughs> i mean that way i can come back and get everything you know well he's not wrong or at least come and visit um no i i, I real answer i guess um <laughs> <laughs> oh hmm. Honestly, I would probably take one of. I don't know if they have it here. I don't know everything they have there, but if they do have it, I would probably take a model X-wing nice. that they used it with the in the special effects, just because it's it's not just like a model of an X-wing. It's it's a piece mm-hmm. of groundbreaking special effects technology, you know, that just it, it revolutionized special effects. So I would probably, as a film fan as well, I would probably want you know something that was used um, as a model in making of some of the special effects. Nice. Because I, I just think it would just be so cool to have something like that. And then the second would be the keys. Mark <laughs> <There> Hamill's <go. laughs> answer was really
3: good
1: though.
2: What was Mark Hamill's answer?
1: Mark Hamill said that uh, if George ever invited him to take one thing from the ranch, he was taking George's wallet.
2: <laughs> oh, dang <laughs> it, <hands>. said that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It. <clears throat> and, and not that anybody asked me, but I would take Han Solo's uh, uh, blaster. So just you
2: know, ooh, that's a good one.
1: Because
0: I'm a big Harrison Ford Han Solo fan. So, and, years, I love, yeah,
2: I, that's a good one.
0: A couple years ago, we had a actual like a museum tour that came through of the Star Wars costumes and stuff. That was mm-hmm. really neat to check out. Oh yeah,
3: I missed that one.
1: Yeah, we got one of those tours too while my daughter was in the hospital. That that was a different thing, so um, but it was still cool, and we still all nerded out, and we lost our minds when Darth Vader walked in the room because that was awesome. Oh.
3: I still struggle with Darth Vader <clears throat> in a children's hospital, though.
1: It is a little off putting, uh, but That's once you not get a past good that,
2: idea, people. <laughs> I feel like I, it'd be worse if it was Anakin, <laughs>
1: right? Well, yeah, because he's already. I feel already, like it'd be worse. <laughs> he already sixty six the youngling, so if he's Vader, you're good. Um, but yeah, it was a little awkward at first, but I'm, then I was like, so.
2: <laughs> I feel like actually that reminds me when my, when we were kids, my dad actually dressed up as Darth Maul for us. And my brother was super, super young and it scared the pants up. My brother was <laughs> crying so hard. Me on the other hand, I'm like, Oh my God, this is so cool. It's Darth Maul. <laughs> um well, i just like, threw my brother to the side death. like move <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right guys so for those of you who aren't aware uh matt here or matt man as he'll be known on tiktok and instagram by the way uh if you have instagram you're gonna want to go look him up under the username uh matt underscore art uh because matt here is a phenomenal artist And I don't say phenomenal lightly because he's got pictures of DC characters, Marvel characters, Star Wars characters, and even some more uh, things on that page. Uh, And being that I can't hardly draw a straight line, I'm very impressed with his abilities. So, Matt, talk to us a little bit about your art, maybe some of your inspiration, uh, and what's your favorite subject to draw?
2: Um, Well, I've been drawing since I was a kid. I actually went to school uh for art I went to school for illustration and visual development uh before I became a teacher I actually ended up working for Hasbro for a brief period of time too um but I just you know a lot of people don't realize that you know how you know very office-like those jobs can be so Mm -hmm. I kind of just ended up getting out and you know I just decided to become a teacher because I really did enjoy still doing art but you know I wanted to do a little bit more hands-on stuff, but I decided to you know, I do art on the side. In the summers, I do like, you know, I open it up for commissions and stuff like that so I can still do art. Um, but I've always loved drawing, you know, you know, cartoons, comics. My style has evolved over the years, like you wouldn't believe. Like if you saw some of my younger stuff to some of the stuff like, you know, I do now, like I've, even through college, like I was trying to find my voice and trying to find my style. Um, and it ended up being a mix of my own, style mixed with uh um Stephen Silver if you guys uh know, he he designed a lot of the Kim Possible stuff he worked on Danny Phantom oh, okay, okay he did a lot of like those types of styles okay. I've sort of adapted it a little bit but that's kind of like my favorite type of style to draw is you know like cartoons and like Disney style like that um okay. but the subject matter is definitely more like nerdy stuff if I if if I can um like whenever I doodle like that's the stuff I draw um my most recent picture on there actually came from came from uh, I think it was uh, one of my students actually. It's a Waluigi as a duck. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of happened because I think he he mentioned just like, you know, like he made a quacking sound. I'm like, that sounds like Waluigi. And then I was just like, (laughs) oh, that's a drawing. And I did a doodle like right there, right before class started. Like as people were coming in, I just did a quick doodle. I'm like, look what I did. And then I brought it home and I was like, I have to draw this. And I just kind of like doodled out a little Waluigi duck. And sometimes that's some of my favorite stuff to draw is this stuff that just kind of pops into my head. S- same thing with my videos, like stuff that just kind of literally randomly pops into my head. That makes absolutely no sense. You just put on paper or you put in a video. Um, I, and it's it's just so much fun doing different uh, styles and different takes. I, I do some realistic stuff too. Sometimes I did like a, uh, I, I took a, like a shot or a, a, a screen image from Iron Man and I tried to like you know without tracing it, copy it by eye. Um, and those can be a lot of fun too sometimes because with more realistic stuff, the, draw, the drawing is already there. and it's just sort of relaxing to just go through. You don't have to think too much about the create, creative side of it. You're just kind of going through and you're just painting and you know getting in the zone. and it takes a lot longer for sure. but sometimes those ones can be a little bit more relaxing.
1: So, as an example of some of your art, I thought we'd just throw this up on screen right quick and show everyone what we're talking about. There you go. You guys see that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just making, yeah. I'm just making sure I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I hit the right buttons and the right things come up. And, but yeah, so you you get a, a nice look here at uh, some of the things that he's capable of. Um, but uh, yeah, so. This is, this is what you're seeing. There's his his uh, user tag, matman underscore art. You guys are going to want to go take a look at that and, and uh, take a look at, at what some of the stuff he's doing because he's
2: got some really cool, some really, really cool artwork on there. I also just want to point out I had no idea that this was also being filmed because I've been moving the phone around like a maniac. That's all right. That's okay. <laughs> so You're all good. I apologize to the people at home who are indeed watching this because it's probably <laughs> like, I'm, I'm sorry if I made anybody sick.
3: <laughs> so we've obviously talked about your love of star Wars, Marvel, and other, what would be referred to as mainstream nerd franchises, which are all mm. awesome. So are there other lesser known series or movies that you think that people need to know about? Like, I'm personally a big fan of like Eureka and warehouse 13 which I don't think got enough credit because they were on the sci-fi channel. Mm. Do you have anything that you would want to mm. add into the nerddom?
2: Not off the top of my head <laughs> cuz oh I bet there is, but I honest to god for the life of me for right now cannot think any lesser known Oh boy. <laughs> um I honestly don't know. I don't know of any like lesser known projects out there. Um, I wish I knew, I wish I had an answer to this one. That's okay. That's really, okay. I probably, you know what, as, as soon as I get off of here, I'll probably be like, oh my God, no, that, that was definitely something I should have said. Um, it's okay, we can fix it in post. Oh, so- that's right, we can fix it in post. That's the, that's the best answer. Um, I just I grew up with all the basic stuff. I grew up with like pretty much everything in the DC animated universe. Pretty much, uh, you know, all the mainstream type of stuff. Uh, I watched a lot of YouTube when I was in high school and college. I watched a lot of like that stuff, but in terms of like like really out there indie nerdy stuff, I never really got into a lot of that um, that I can think of. If anything i would say there's like i like there's some youtubers that i found that are super super funny and hilarious um there's the cosmonaut variety hour that i absolutely love he does some like reviews and stuff he's super funny um if and nobody's ever seen john tron he's hilarious Mm -hmm. um but in terms of like shows i honestly can't think of anything I'm, I'm the worst i'm the worst guest on the planet this is gonna be the worst show <laughs> no, no no this no, is great you're... i'm sorry because
3: even even getting other youtubers <laughs> names out is going to help them and exactly. if they if their fans somehow find us it gets us bigger it's it's all good you got this
1: i, See? I yay connections <laughs> <laughs> so all good buddy
0: oh boy all right so we have multiple franchises and things to choose from but our Facebook page usually deals in a mashup between the funny and like how you were saying like the church of Star Wars how the voice just kind of became a mashup between a couple things so what two universes would you like to see come together
2: oh this is an easy one because I've been thinking about this for a while This might be a bit out there. Uh, It's getting into video games. But now that Disney owns Star Wars, I need a Kingdom Hearts level with Star Wars or Marvel in my life. I know they've technically already done Big Hero 6, but I just, I really, really want, like, because they could easily do the Clone Wars animated style Mm -hmm. with the Kingdom Hearts style, and it would fit super well. And just being able to swing around like a lightsaber keyblade would just be phenomenal. I've been wanting that mashup for forever. Yep. But in terms of like like shows, um, I've always really wanted because I know they've done some comics with it, but I think if they we'll never get it, we will never ever ever get it. But I would really love like a DC Marvel clash. I think that would be so Mm -hmm. much fun to see it'll never happen. Right. It'll ne- they'll never do it, but I just think that'd be such a cool, like, or even if they came together for like, I think what I'd really love to see is maybe like, um, like a mashup. Maybe they, they, there's like a, it's like a commercial for like a charity or something like that. And you have like Batman and Iron Man in the same commercial <laughs> for like a charity. Right. And then you just have them like look <laughs> at each other and just be like, all right. Like, you know, I don't know. I just think that'd be like, just something like that would be even cool. Just something small
0: but how can I, it's, it's a fool's guy. wish.
2: <laughs> I, I <laughs> exactly. Can see,
1: exactly. I, I can see like Batman, you know, Bruce Wayne standing here, mm-hmm. Tony Stark, Iron Man standing here. And both of them being like, wealth is our superpower. You exactly. know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're just like at an auction. Like there's like an auction for charity and you're just seeing them both like put their things up at the same. You don't even have to say that it's Batman and Iron Man. You could literally just get Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Affleck. And you can just have them go, nobody would have to know. You wouldn't even have to acknowledge it, but we'd know. Oh yeah.
0: Everybody would know know. instantly. So you you should just draw it. Oh, I should.
2: (laughs) I I have so many ideas um, (laughs) that I want to do, especially after doing, especially after doing um, TikTok. Like there's a lot of people that like will give me, they'll say like a joke in the comment section or something, or something will stick. And I'm just like, oh, that's a good idea for a shirt. I should put that on totally a shirt. doing that. <laughs> there's, oh yeah, the the, uh, the one I'm working on a couple right. Like I haven't drawn them out yet, but like obviously there's the the, the our commitment. I want to do mm-hmm. something with like thou shalt not gatekeep. I think that'd be pretty <laughs> funny to put on a shirt.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> uh, and then, I, like I mentioned before, I wanted to do the space care bears. I don't know how I'd get around it. I don't. I really don't want to go to fight. I'll get in a fight with Disney, but. Um, I want to do this uh, space care bears and then the uh, Holy seismic charge. I was going to combine the Holy hand grenade and the seismic charge. <laughs> nice sure, I like it.
1: All right. So Matt, we have reached a point in our show where we like to have a little quiz show with our, with our guest. So we have five questions for you mm-hmm. in this quiz and it's all about star Wars. Oh God. Okay. Now, In these five questions, if you get three right, we're going to send you, I gave to the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Coffee Mug, okay, which also has our logo, the Funny Science Fiction Podcast, on the backside, okay? If you get four questions right, we're going to send you a copy of Custodians of the Cosmos, which is the book by our group founder, Drayton Allen. (laughs) It's all about a, a young man who wanted to join Starfleet but couldn't hack it, and so he joined as a custodian. So he could boldly clean up after those who boldly just went. So, uh, and however, now, uh, at, at the opposite end of all these really cool gifts, prizes and loot, should you get less than three, we have to make a meme out of you. We call it a fun sequence. I love it. Do you
2: accept these terms, sir? I absolutely accept these terms begrudgingly, but I do. <laughs>
1: all right, excellent. All right, So I just want to let you know, first and foremost, that there's five questions, and they are all multiple choice. Okay? Okay, that so makes you'll me feel a little bit better. Yeah, you got a, you got a little bit of help on your side.
0: Which stormtrooper wasn't able to complete his mission in Star Wars The Force Awakens? Was it FN-8178? FN2177 or FN2187?
2: FN2187. Good job. Good.
3: Woo, got one. Woo. All right. Question number two Where did the Clone Wars begin? Tatooine, Genosis,
2: or Coruscant? Genosis. Yeah. For two. <laughs> I'm a teacher. I'm supposed to be giving the test. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> too much pressure. The, the, the quiz
1: anxiety is setting in. I see. You. Uh, this is now why you know what
3: please. your students feel like.
0: <laughs> oh god. Who freed Leia from her chains at Jabba's temple? Was it R2-D2, Chewbacca, or C3PO? R2-D2. That's three.
1: Three for three. three. Yes. You got yourself a mug.
2: <laughs> Woo.
3: All right. What species is Yoda? Young girl, Trillis, or unknown? Unknown. Unknown. Four That's for four. four. You get the book and the book.
0: And for funsies, not the fun sequence, but for funsies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you can still make a meme if you want. I, th- I think that'd be hilarious.
0: All right. Well, on that note, what did darth the what did darth vader say to luke skywalker about the name anakin skywalker he hadn't been called that in a very long time he had never liked that name it no longer held any meaning for him it no longer held any
2: meaning for him good job (laughs) look at you super nerd (laughs) Oh, you were all worried. So, I was just because I like I feel like there's so many people out there that know so much more than me. but then you get to this and it's just like, oh, I guess I really am a really big, I guess I'm a bigger nerd than I thought I was.
1: <laughs> well, you made it look really easy and you flew through it pretty quickly, but uh, yeah, so five for five. and uh, while he was reading off that last question, I may have snapped a few pictures of you on the screen and we may in fact turn that into a meme.
2: So do it please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, where are the best places for people to go to find out more about you and all of your other works?
2: Uh, so, I am primarily on TikTok. Uh, it's uh, the underscore Mattman underscore show. Um, and then it has a direct link to my Instagram on there. It's going to be Mattman underscore art um those are the really only oh i do also have a twitter uh not a lot of people actually know about the twitter uh i just made it i can't remember what i know about the twitter i know
3: (laughs) that's because your research goes into the lines of stalking
2: (laughs) i honestly i can't remember because pretty bow, pretty bow. It's flattering. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> uh, I honestly can't remember because I think it gave me a weird name. I put the Matman Show in, but I think it might have been taken, so it gave me an automatic name. But if you search the Matman Show, it should come up. I, I can't for the life of me remember what the exact name. I think it is just Matman underscore Show. I think that's what they gave me for like the actual name. But when you like the, the you know the tag that you can create on there. Like the custom tag, it says the Mattman Show on t- uh, Twitter, but um, there is also just a link at Mattman Show. It is just at Mattman Show. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought it was. So that's on Twitter, but you can find all those links through TikTok as well as all along with the merch store.
1: Very good. All right, guys, I want to remind you that subscribing is the single most important thing you can do to help our show, and it helps ensure that we get more amazing guests like Matt here. Uh, to provide funny moments for you to be able to listen to. So please subscribe to our show. It's going to help out well more than we can ever really explain to you. And we want to encourage you as well to go to Instagram, go to TikTok, go to Twitter, check out Matt's stuff there, subscribe to him as well. I guarantee that if you go to his TikTok account, uh, if you have 60 seconds to spare and you just need a quick laugh, you will find it at the Matt Matt Show. So please go there, go check out his stuff and subscribe as well. Also, want to remind you that if you're not happy with the show's content today, all you have to do is let us know. We need you to send a written letter in triplicate to our complaint department, which will be headed up, of course, by Darth Vader. And the offending party will be force choked, and the other hosts will be promoted to cover the cost of the extra paperwork.
0: <laughs> well, thanks for being on the show, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. It was
2: a lot of fun. I, I, I hope I get invited back. You will. Definitely. This was fun. <laughs> you will. This has been a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, Matt. Thank you very much for having me.
0: So long, everybody. Ciao. Take care, guys. Our show is brought to you by our charity sponsor, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, the, which supports the Wish Upon a Teen Foundation that helps out sick kids when they need it most. And just imagine... The comfort you'll give redshirt crewman number 501, 501, and just imagine the comfort you'll give the redshirt crewman number 501. He'll know that when he puts on the redshirt when Order 66 is given, 13 minutes into episode eight, that he didn't leave his family destitute and without hope, because the redshirt Widows and Orphans Fund has his back and his lightsaber. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science
1: Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Copyright 2020 by Drayton Allen. Virtual music by Jordan Michaels. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned in this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation of or by Funny Science Fiction or its sponsors. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at at draytonellen.com.